You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Hey, Jorge Prado, MXGP of Czech Republic. First of all, I'm sorry this is, that this is our first interview of the year. That's my fault, apparently, and I'm going to try and be better. Uh, and speaking of being better, you were a lot better today. First win of the year, first podium of the year somehow. I don't understand how first that's possible. First win of the year, first pole of the year, <laughs> everything today. But this, I feel like this is good for you because this is a breakthrough. You can be happy now. You can do interviews. You can smile. Like this yeah. is Your season starts today. Yep. The um, the fight uh, the war starts now. <laughs> no, but it's uh, oh, it's oh, it's great to be back on the podium and, and directly on the top of the box. You know, it's um, it's a place where I think I, I should have been already a uh, couple of times since uh, we started season. But um, yeah, it was it was rough. Uh, the road it's not easy. Uh, obviously, after getting the COVID last year, I yeah I struggled this year a little bit with the health. So uh, I was focusing. Uh, after us getting uh, healthy, I also did many checkups on myself. So, yeah, I was struggling with the lungs. So, uh, yeah, I still had like pieces of uh, like uh, COVID in the lungs that made me not breathe. And uh, yeah, we, I'm starting to get, get a little bit more healthy, and uh, I feel a lot on the bike. So, uh, yeah, very very happy to to get my health back. And uh, yeah, physically, uh, you need to work on it. Uh, still, long season. It is just started. But uh, yeah, we are now on the on the good way. So this does go back to COVID last year. Like this isn't a new thing that you got in the off season. This isn't some kind of different virus. Like you're one of the people who has longer effects from COVID. Um, uh, last year, I I got the COVID quite hard. Uh, it affected my lungs, and uh, yeah, I suffered a lot. Um, and the daily, in the daily, you know, it, um, day, it's it's not a problem. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any issues. But of course, when uh, you put it, putting the intensity of the racing, which is uh, very high in this class, especially the second models or uh, even even the first models. When I like in us first model, I was starting in the starting gate and I just couldn't breathe because I was blocked. You know, my lungs were blocked. And now, uh, luckily, we could uh, manage to get all these fixed in one week and know what was the problem and. Uh, and yeah, um, COVID is something uh, quite uh, serious because um, if you don't take care of it, you yeah you can get like what I have, um, what I had, or I'm, I'm trying to you know get healthy uh, with the with the lungs. So yeah, it was not so nice. Last year was uh, was tough. Uh, the COVID came in the wrong time <laughs> and uh, hit me hard. So yeah, I'm fighting with it. What have you got to do now then? Like uh, take special medicine, like not train as hard, take more days off, like. Whatever you did after us, did they give you a plan to try and like make this go away over time? Well, uh, you know, after us and I did all these uh, corners and everything, uh, also like into my heart and everything. Yeah. I just wanted to check everything that I was. Uh, I didn't know what was happening to myself. I just knew I couldn't breathe and uh, and um, yeah, I'm just um, with uh, some doctors um, uh, trying to get uh, my, myself healthy. Uh, it's a it's a long process, but uh, I feel it day by day, which is very positive, and uh, yeah, happy to that we discover the problem. We are fixing it. So this explains as well, like the first couple of rounds, there were a lot of like two sevens, three six. Like the second motor was always a little bit worse, and it, well, it all explains it. Well, um, apart, yes, I'm not saying that I uh, those, for example, Matali uh, could have been better. Uh, and I'm not blaming, uh, I couldn't breathe enough, I just wasn't better than that. Um, so obviously the, the COVID affected my riding, but also I made a couple of mistakes. For example, it's the, the crash in uh, Russia, it was my fault. Uh, the, yeah, like the crash also in the second moto was my fault. So there are things that are just my fault and this uh, shouldn't happen and it happened. So uh, yeah, uh, I was already fit in the beginning of the season, but 
we we need to figure out how to get even stronger because uh, this class it's uh, no jokes uh, especially cycle motors these guys are still pushing hard and and I just need to try to stay with them and uh, keep up with the good rhythm. Uh, seeing as this is our first interview of the year, sorry again. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, obviously, that is an issue, but everything else good? Like, happy apart from that? Like, that's just the one thing that's kind of been dragging you down a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, overall, I'm very happy. Uh, the team, uh, we're working hard this year. Uh, we try many things and um, trying to put uh, the race, the, well, the race bike um, perfect on the weekend. It's something that we, we work on it. Uh, we pay a, a little bit more attention to that uh, in the race days so we can put the bike perfectly for the motos and uh, yeah, I think we have a good setup, feeling, feeling good with that. Uh, were you slightly disappointed with the second motor today? Like, did you feel like you could have won it or was that kind of the best you could do? No, that was the best I could do. Um, honestly, I, I couldn't do better otherwise I would have done. And um, yeah, what to say, I just give it all, the uh, track was very rough. Once the track gets very physical like it was, uh, it was, you know, you just had to hold very hard into the bike and just the braking bumps were so big and I'm uh, struggling a little with, with it. You need a lot of power, which I'm missing a little bit. Um, but yeah, we are feeling good. I stay in third. I push very, very hard to, so Glenn didn't pass me and um, I'm happy. Like this is, I feel like if you want to turn this into a big positive, you're clearly not still, you're clearly not 100% yet and you won today. So if you can keep getting better, which it sounds like now you will, then in a month's time, this could be really, really good. So like there are positives yeah. to kind of cling on to. Yeah, well, I'm 20 years old. So uh, I mean, of course I can get better and improve physically on the bike. I can, I can get faster. Uh, I know we can, we can make a big improvement still, uh, especially in the fitness side. Uh, I'm still not 100%, so uh, I thought I was in the beginning of the year, but uh, once you start racing, the reality hits you hard, and uh, you gotta you know, keep working and, and find the, the small things that will make you grow. And like I, I said already many times in this interview, but this, this class is very, very tough. The guys are very strong, um, and, and yeah, I just... I just need to keep working hard to, to stay every weekend in a good shape. And uh, last thing, we're going into Lommel now. So like, what are your thoughts on that? Are you going to take more rest days this week? Are you going to do anything special just to make sure you're definitely ready for it? Uh, well, Lommel, it's a place that I like. Every year I race there, I at least won once. So I have very good memories. will be a good weekend. I feel better and better on the sand. Uh, last year I struggled a little bit, but this year we found a very good setup and we are still improving so uh, i'm happy with the team effort we are putting and i think lomo will be will be a good weekend okay uh, antonio crowley mxgp of czech republic um this is kind of becoming your thing uh so so first moto and then you come out second moto swinging so good day you're on the podium you won the yeah. second moto but i'm guessing again you feel like the first moto was a bit of a missed opportunity yeah always uh, i'm happy because my goal is always to be on the podium uh, and it's, it's going well with this uh, goal, but of course that uh, first moto I always struggle a little bit to find the rhythm uh, and to be on race mode immediately. So I had to work this a little bit, uh, this thing a little bit out because if I'm not, I don't have a good start, I struggle a little bit to get in the race rhythm and to make passes. So I I need to work on this a little bit and uh, and hopefully we can solve this uh, this problem soon and in try to be more aggressive already on the first first mode normally. Do you think that's something to do with a one day format? Like if it was two days still and you had a qualifying race, like would that maybe get you more revved up and ready for the uh, day two? Like is that a one day format thing? No, I think it's not. I like the one day format to be honest. Um, it's. I mean, the, the, we discussed already this, and it's Saturday. It's nice to, but another race, another motor, another start, another risk. You know, from so many races already we have. So maybe if Saturday is there, it's and you do the time practice on Saturday and free practice, it's okay. But I don't like the race on Saturday, so um, I think it's uh, it's good the format with one one day race. I like, but uh, I need to work a little bit on my. Um, uh, reflection, reflex. I would say in the first uh, in the first part of the race. Do you feel like you could have done anything more in that first moto? Like you were quite, you were on the back of that group with uh, Jeremy, Glenn, and stuff. Yeah. But like, do you feel like you there was really much you could do because this track, like, you were there, but also what are you going to do on this track? Yeah, actually, uh, it's it's like this. I I 
I was a little bit in the first laps too carefully and I lost a few position and then I uh, start to regroup a little bit and I catch the group of Glenn and, and Jeremy and I was uh, a little bit faster so I catch them but then I didn't really know where to try to make a pass it was the track was so sketchy everywhere and uh, it was difficult to 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 overtake so I a little bit uh, lost the rhythm and I just uh, stuck in, uh, in in the back of them then in the last part of the race I just uh, settled for sixth and uh, it was like this more or less did you make any changes between motos uh, like bike setup wise no 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 changes I uh, just uh, changed place on the starting grid because the first moto I had a I had, I think, the sixth or seventh gate from the inside, and I was a little bit uh, uh, something wrong with the gate because I, uh, I the jump was good, but then it bounced, and I, I and I lost uh, I lost momentum just uh, the first part of the of the start, and then uh, second mode I changed a little bit uh, the the gate uh, for a better one, and it worked. I was there with second place and with the start, and then I passed Emilia the Jorge, and I pretty much uh, tried to, to to go in front and stay in front. Lockets, like, like you've been coming here forever. It's always been difficult to pass. It's always been the same locket. But they're still making little changes that make it harder to pass. Like um, you drop down after pit lane and come back up and there's that little step up double thing. And they made it like a split section so you couldn't square guys off, which was every other year. That was the one place that everyone was using. Yeah, yeah. It's The problem is that the people that work on the track are not, uh, I think... They are good with machines, but they are not really. They don't have the the view of, of how to make a racing uh, track good uh, for passing, and uh, you miss that part of uh, of the thing. Uh, the organization, I think, needs to have somebody who knows more about racing and maybe be a race a racer, you know, in the past. Because like this, they build stuff, but it's not really, not really, not really working. Also, the the little step up before the pit lane, the inside line. I mean. Nobody is really using it yeah. all the weekend, and it was just you. You everybody passing two meter of track, and that would get more, more or less all the time very sketchy. So I think that part the stream should work a little bit better. When uh, when Rui did that job for one year, two years, did you notice that that got better? Like, did that? Did you notice yeah, that that actually made I'm, a difference? I'm a really good friend with Rui. I mean, he's working with me now, but uh, he didn't really had such. Uh, he he could control the track during the race weekend but he cannot he didn't have the the power to say okay here you put the jump yeah. here you, this he didn't have so the track for sure was much better because he let it flat some places where it was dangerous and and now they just flat whatever they think is, is dangerous but maybe it's not and some other places like now before the the, the start after the start you have this uh, waves and then you have this corner and all this part on top where uh, I think also uh, geyser crash yeah. I think that part was just destroyed and uh, I, they should fix it better because with the start immediately you have all the group together and it's, yeah there is some a few things that I think they should work better and uh, last year with Rui was good uh, the, the past years but I mean there is somebody who come before to the track and build a proper yeah. track you know for racing uh, what's Rui doing with you then you say he's working with you yeah, I've noticed him around but yeah he's working with me um, yeah, I mean, uh, he's, he's just checking lines, uh, helping me with uh, some trainings uh, during the during the race week, and uh, he's coming to some races. Not all, because he also have his own schedule. He's doing like Baja yeah, thing today, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing rallies, and uh, he did the Dakar last year, and now uh, this year also he's gonna do the Dakar. So he has to do some testing for uh, for his brand, and uh, so some some weeks he's busy, but most mostly of the weekend he's, he's coming to help me out. And uh, last thing, going into Lommel, that's been your house for many years. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to that, I guess? Yeah, looking forward. Uh, I, I start to enjoy more RPEX lately than, uh, than Sand, but uh, I think it's because also I, I train not much as, a, as before in the Sand. Uh, like previous years, yeah. I, I used to be in Lommel for six months, and now it's just uh, one or two months maximum for a year. And uh, you lost a little bit, uh, you know, the, the, the technique if you don't ride there all the time. But I still enjoy it. You know, it's a very nice track. Oh, and uh, one more thing. I think Tommy Sell won in England today. So you're very happy. I'm happy for him. I'm sure you're happy for him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Tom is a big, fr- big friend and uh, I'm really, really happy for him. So if he won the title, uh, yeah, he needs to buy a beer soon. <laughs> we'll come back to GPs. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to some GPs and yeah, and uh, enjoy the racing. But I don't think he will come to the GP. Maybe to Lommel because he loves that track. I think he might do a wild card. He might, he, wild you can't card. keep him away from Lommel. Wild, wild card in Lommel uh, for Tommy Zillow will be for sure his dream, I think. <laughs> okay, uh, Ben Watson, MXGP of Czech Republic. Uh, top 10 again. So that's good. Obviously, 
you put this and Russia in the same category as not really your tracks, but, but, the first moto, like, I don't care what the result was, I don't care any of that, because you went with the top two first couple of laps, like, you pulled away from Glenn a little bit, like, Glenn was riding great, but you pulled away from him a little bit, you went with Geyser, uh, third fastest lap of the moto, I feel like that, that's a lesson that every rookie, whether you're MX2 or MXGP, needs to, like, go through, you need to run that pace at the front for half a race, and then, like, you've got that moving forward. So I think that alone makes today great. Yeah, definitely. I've got mixed emotions about today, to be honest. Like, qualifying, it's always a struggle. It was a struggle again today, but I don't really... It's not that I don't care about it now, but, you know, when I see my position, I'm not, like, that bothered because I just know every time the race is going to be different, even though I do need to work on it big time. But, no, yeah, like, first race, had a, an amazing start and um yeah i was in second tim passed me straight away and then yeah i just sat on the back of the guys for like three four laps just yeah easy like it was fine i wasn't doing anything i didn't make one little mistake nothing crazy i was really comfortable actually just riding my own lines and and at times like even gaining back on tim a little bit and just after like yeah when the 10 minute mark kind of went i just started raining a bit and then yeah I just had some pressure behind from Glenn a little bit and from there on like I went from hero to zero I just didn't hit a wall but like just completely lost the rhythm and just started fighting with the track like the suspension especially with our bikes it's if you're in and you're pushing and and everything's going good then it's working but if you you know you're not on your rhythm and you're you're off the pace a little bit you're breaking into the corners a bit slower and you're accelerating a bit later it just doesn't work. It goes the opposite. It just feels like this suspension doesn't even move, you know, because it's too hard. And uh, I just went like that. I was riding real good, real good. One lap just started making a few little silly mistakes. People coming past me and then I just dropped like a stone. And, uh, yeah, I came in and I was just, I don't know. I didn't really know what I was thinking, I was if I was happy or not. And I looked at the result and I was like, nah, that's shit. Like, I was there, I had a good start and... I was kind of gutted I got that, that start on this track because it couldn't have been a worse track for me to get a good start. I at. did think, like, if that was normal, like, then yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine in your head even it would be, like, completely different outlook. Yeah, definitely. Like, it, it couldn't have happened at a worse track to get a good start. But anyway, as a rookie, to put myself in that situation, to run up there in the top three and, you know, sit behind Prado and Geyser like, quite easily, I have to take the positives and, yeah be happy about that even if i had a shit feeling after and yeah second race also you know nothing special so just one of them things yeah i would look at the positives and, and go from there was it one of those things where like for the first 10 minutes you were in the flow you were focused ahead like you kind of weren't really thinking you were just riding and then once glenn got by you then you started to think a little bit and then you were like oh shit like i'm actually doing like and then from there it started to spiral like is it just one like changing uh, approach i guess or one thing like tricks you off and then it snowballs from there yeah pretty much i mean it's still like i said last week after us when i was talking about like caroli being in front of me and it just seeming weird like today was even more because it was prado and geyser and i'm like coming down the corners into the corners through down the hills like touching geyser's rear wheel and it just doesn't seem normal for me yet it's just so strange that i'm seeing them names and that i'm battling with them and you know even in mx2 like i'd come off the start and i'd lose about five positions in the first lap every race so it is really weird um to to go on the first laps and just be sitting with guys like that so i have to definitely look at the positives but yeah it's one of those things where you know because i'm just not used to it i'm just a few things affect me quite a lot and small you know getting some pressure behind from people it was it was glenn it was jeremy it was yeah fevra when there's guys like this behind you know you can't be slightly off the pace otherwise you know boom they just attack you straight away so that was the kind of thing like one person passed me two three and then i was just yeah on a big downward slope from there really so it was hard to pick myself back up out of that and that's why yeah in the end i was i was 11. how does like the team you say you didn't know how to feel after the first moto what was the team's like reaction because i would imagine they would look at the lap time, they would look at the first half of the race and be like, oh, brilliant. This Because at the end of the day, Jeremy and Glenn, they're paid to win, they're paid to be on the podium every week. Like that, You are paid to develop and be there in two years' time. So I'd imagine they look at, rather than the result, they also look at the positives and go, oh, like this is something, we've got something here. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, they were all happy, really happy. I was the one that was a little bit disappointed, really, because, you know, like I finished fifth overall last week and then I'm like, yeah, I'm not happy if I'm not there every time. So when I saw the result of 11, then it was like, yeah, it's disappointing. But, you know, if I look back to like Russia, if I was 11, I'd have, you know, if I did what yeah, I did yeah. now today in Russia at the first round, I'd have been over the moon. I'd have been buzzing, like sitting in third for a little bit. Pace was good in the beginning and I'd have been well happy, but just my expectations are just becoming more and more throughout the season and that's good like as a rookie you come in with a, a huge open book and that's the same for the teams and the mechanics like they don't know what they were going to get with me yeah. first year 450 you never know that's why you know all contracts are just one year and it's just like yeah what what are you going to bring to us this season so to show some good results and yeah riding in in third like that in the, in the beginning of the race I think it's in my first season to learn and and develop I think this is perfect to be honest I'm guessing you're pumped up going into the next two races obviously Lommel's good for you and actually it'll be quite cool going back there as a GP because obviously last time was pretty good yeah. and then Latvia too obviously good track for you so I guess going into those two like today is still positive like you're on a nice little run like yeah. uh, good vibes only yeah no definitely it's definitely a positive day even if it's not like the end result what I want it's a positive day um, but no, heading into Lomo, like it's Lomo's always going to be a special one for me. I've had four podiums there in the past and took my first GP win there, so it has a real special place for me. You know, I signed the contract with these guys there, and it was yeah, a real emotional week there. So obviously, I'm not going to go in there expecting to go and wow the world again because you know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to like just promise that I'm going to go there and be amazing because yeah. Then I'm also not that guy that's going to be like, yeah, next week's my race. I'm going in there with more confidence, 100%, than than a race like today. But um, no, it'll be exciting. Obviously, it's going to be physically tough. And uh, yeah, 450 class, so still first real sand race. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, last question and two things in one. Uh, first bit, have you heard anything from this team about next year? Obviously, I guess that's a no. Secondly, have you heard anything about Team GB for the Nations? Because I hear that is actually being talked about and like moving. Um, regarding my contract, let's say for next season, um, no, it's still too early days to be honest. Obviously, guys like Jeremy and Glenn. I mean, Glenn was on a two-year contract, and then Jeremy. Yeah, they know what he can do, and there's honestly the options available. Like, who else can they take when they've got such a good rider already in Jeremy? And like you see today on the podium, still a lot of potential. So, yeah. Um, I'm a little bit of a waiting game still um, but I'm not really focusing too much on it I feel like I'm doing a good job at the moment so I just want to keep keep moving forward keep progressing and, and what happens will happen so we'll see with that one and then uh, Team GB yeah I spoke with Mark this week actually um, just a little bit I mean he asked obviously you know the situation with the, the teams if it's if it's even going to go ahead on the date that it's supposed to and stuff so I obviously said of course I'm going to be pumped to do it, motivated, even if it is in the middle of the season for me, that's not a problem. So, um, yeah, he's not actually selected a team as of yet, but he said, uh, I think around midway through August, he wants to have it finalised. So just a bit of a waiting game again with this one. <laughs> okay, uh, Paul Jonas, MXGP of Czech Republic. Look, since we last spoke in Matterley, it's been a bit up and down, but I feel like the one thing that's still there is the speed. So, like, okay... Again today, up and down, but when it was up, it was good. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true, you know, like, uh, actually since Matterly, Majora was still good, uh, especially the second moto. Then in Oz, uh, I was sick after Majora, so there was a little bit struggling, and then the second moto start crash, uh, which backed me up a little bit for here, so I uh, had to go a little bit on the painkillers this weekend, uh, which obviously never helps, but it was alright, you know, in the end. Like the first motor, I was feeling quite good, just uh, got really bad start, so I came like from 15th to 7th and then uh, yeah, a few laps to go, had an uh, issue with the bike, you know, jumped somewhere, uh, some so stone hit or something, the spark like cup came off, so that was an unfortunate issue and uh, yeah, it's just lately having quite much bad luck, you know, the speed is there, uh, need to work on the start still, need to find something out because I think yeah, I know if I get a good start, I can be with the guys up front. That that that's for sure. Uh, because now in all the models, I have been coming forward, and 
you know it's not so easy in the 450 class but still like if you take out those uh, two zeros which I've had now in Ru in Russia and now here yep. the first model uh, overall the results would be quite consistent it's just like yeah that costs so much um, you mentioned that you've had some bad luck I feel like you've had bad luck ever since halfway through your last year in MX2 like it just feels like it's been never-ending so you quite frustrated like I'd like it, it's been quite a lot of bad luck <laughs> yeah I I tried to stay positive you know it's, I mean, that's it's a terrible it's, question but. like yeah obviously yeah it's, it's bad luck but I'm uh, healthy and so everything is good you know uh, it, it was different uh, if you talk middle of the last year you know when I was Latvia so then I would be uh, then I was a little bit depressed but now at the moment you know overall I'm happy I'm enjoying life and I'm enjoying racing so I'm healthy which is most important thing and now uh, we just need to continue work and then the luck will turn uh, turn around and I think uh, yeah I know that we will be back on the podium sooner or later I'm guessing that's the biggest thing like no matter no matter how much bad luck you have or whatever you know that the speed's there so yeah. like if you were having bad luck and your speed was terrible then you'd have a real problem yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's all the, all the pieces in it yeah for sure like it's always it's in all the professional sports you just need all the pieces of the puzzle need to match you know now uh, like you said the speed is there but just we're missing some other piece of the puzzle you know and uh, the team is working really hard I am working really hard and uh, you know everyone in the teams know that we we are able to be on the podium and we can do that so that that's the goal for us we don't put uh, too much pressure on ourselves but we just need to push the reset, reset button for now and then uh, come back swinging normal. Is there one thing that you do feel like you need to work on or improve, like either with uh, your riding, the bike set up, like is there one thing that you'd still quite like to tweak a little bit? Yeah, like obviously start, <laughs> there we need to improve. What is your best start this year? Because I feel like I've not seen you. <laughs> Russia, there was a good one, wasn't there? Yeah, but there I was just lucky yeah, because exactly. everyone went wide and I cut in. Well, there so. you, go. you had some good luck. <laughs> yeah, but because like the bike is really good in the start because we do the training and the training starts and it's really good. It's just something with me, you know, in the race situations that I don't know, like I'm just too slow in the gate. So that we need to sort out. But I think we'll uh, do that this week. We have some ideas to try. And then obviously... Uh, you still can improve on the suspension, so that you're also gonna do this week. Uh, some, it's not a big adjustments, just a small adjustments which you wanna make, and uh, I think then that will make a big difference actually. I bet you can't tell me what the ideas are to fix starts, can you? Can you give me a clue? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just need, yeah, I just need to f some small uh, things on the bike that I can be more aggressive in the grill. So uh, obviously. Maybe something with a clutch. <laughs> that's, see, that's, I'll take that. That's something. You've yeah. worked with me there. Yeah. Um, you've obviously raced here a ton. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the place? Because, like, uh, it's nothing really happens out there. There's no real passes. It's just a bit like a nice parade. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, actually, I quite enjoy racing here. I don't know why, but I like the track. Like, the dirt is slick and everything, but always when I come here, I'm having fun and I'm enjoying it. Like, uh, this year, you know, like, the the downhill after the start where I had the big crash yeah. when it was the double there that was also quite sketchy the second model the braking bombs there whew, was quite nasty but uh, overall yeah like you said if you want to make a pass you need to make a block pass or it will not happen you know especially in the 450 class because no one is giving up yeah. it's just you just need to go for it and that's uh, yeah that's one of the things I want to be a clean rider but in track like this is not possible so uh, I think like in first motor I made quite many passes but all of them were clean so I'm happy about that. <laughs> um, last thing and something I've actually been meaning to ask you for a while, uh, your contract, are you contracted with Austria for next year or are you up? Because I've never, for some reason you're the one rider who I can't remember what your deal is. Yeah, yeah I have a contract for more and more a year. Okay. So. Oh, happy days then. Yeah, no, so. Uh, more good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure that's good because you know like uh, last year it was really bad like you know. Uh, I was laying in a hospital in rehab and then started the contract talk. So, uh, you know, obviously, uh, standing team, uh, they gave me the opportunity to come back. And the bike is good. So uh, now we just need to put the bike on a podium. Okay, uh, Kevin Strybos, MXGP of Czech Republic. Today obviously wasn't the day you wanted. It's not what you're capable of. None of that. But, well, actually, I guess we better start with today before we go on to all the nice stuff. What happened today? <laughs> uh, what happened? Yeah, a bit of... Uh bad starts again uh, first model I was next to Ivo and he hit the gate so he went a bit too early and I was a little bit uh, yeah 
I wasn't paying attention good enough, I guess. So, uh, so yeah, I got a bad start, and then I was running not that bad. I mean, I felt not so good, but like lap time wise was not that bad and then i was 16 i guess or 15 and i crashed after the star left and then the waves there i crashed and hit my head pretty hard and my hip and so couldn't continue uh came back in the second model tried to ride but felt you know straight away after start i felt i was like riding so tight and then on the track like this was yeah it was quite sketchy i think the track and yeah like i said you know i was just riding tight and wanted to keep going just a little bit you know but yeah i couldn't go i, I mean i couldn't get in the flow and pulled out and that's it on a track like this this is your house this is a house that kevin built 2004 2005 like i was i was thinking in my head but maybe we were just going to channel some of that energy, but I guess not. <laughs> no, I guess not. I mean, <clears throat> everybody, what I saw here on Friday and Thursday, even Saturday, oh, yeah, this is your track, this is your track. I say, yeah, this, is, this was my track maybe, but no, normally I always like the track here and always good, but just I just couldn't um, couldn't find the flow, and uh, especially first model and then after the crash and then, yeah, second model, that was it, you know, so um, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, I'm not too happy about it, but yeah, it's the way it is. So, uh, what's going on with your team starts? You are rider and test rider. Uh, everyone's struggling with starts. Uh, I feel like Calvin's were a bit better today, actually. Um, but yeah, so what's the situation there? It's strange, you know. Like, I mean, because the Yamaha, like stock, even the Yamaha is a, it's one of the best. So yeah, it's like yeah, we have no idea. Like, I always had bad starts this year. I didn't felt good at any start except last week second moto, and also I got a yeah, I got a decent start, but then the pileup was there. And feels like Calvin and Brent, especially Brent, takes good starts yeah. with bike how it is, you know. So uh, yeah, I always, I mean, I'm test rider you know a little bit but I've I won't always try to improve you know try to yeah. work and then sort things out and then so yeah I, I always want to go like I feel like Calvin is more like you know he has a setup at the moment and he keeps it with that and uh, yeah he's happy and uh, like I think second model got a good start and even first model not too bad I guess uh, no first model got the best start but uh, yeah and I'm somebody yeah I mean I always want to have the best, you know, always want to have the best bike or try to improve and then yeah, sometimes it's not, not it's not easy to find yeah, to find that and then yeah, at the moment uh it's not good. And you're using <laughs> a different ECU, which is that no comment or <laughs> uh, for sure. I mean I'm uh, using Get ECU like uh, the team has and uh I think Calvin uses uh, just uh stock ECU. Um because that's where he feel, feels the best on, you know. So, and I feel, I mean, to me, for my starts, I like more the Get ECU because, you know, it, it has a launch control and I feel good with that. Uh, but those things, you know, we need to test more. And we were struggling a little bit with that uh, last few months. And, but those things, you know, those things I want to keep on working, keep on working. Not like, okay, you know, we have something and keep it this for the whole year, you know. I'm like, you know, I, I always want to improve. And then, so, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a bit it. What uh, Calvin used actually. <laughs> so, how does this work, man? Because obviously you are you are a rider, but you're also testing for the team. You're obviously taking on a lot of the um, like the early stages of testing for the guys to give them, or you were anyway, in the off season. Are you doing debriefs with them after motos? Are they coming to you after practice and saying like, what do you think about this? Or is it still very much like a racer setup where they keep to themselves on race day and you keep to yourself? No, I mean, I told them in the beginning of the year, like, if there's something, you can come ask. And if, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go there every time after every practice. Uh, are, are you feeling good with bike setup and all that? You know, I mean, they're old enough also, and then they know. And like I said, I think uh, Calvin and Brent, they just keep at the moment what they have. And they're, I think, quite happy with that. So I'm not such an easy guy, I guess. So I, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, yeah, I have heard that, actually. I don't, <laughs> don't want to say I'm not happy because... I mean, everybody does their best and all that, but I feel like there's more improvements, and that's where I push for to get, yeah, you know, just to get those improvements. Uh, your results this year as a whole may be surprising to some people, but I guess not to you, and obviously not to me either. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess you're not surprised how you're doing, and also you probably think you can do even better. Yeah, you know, I think, I mean, 
In the beginning of the year, I was like a bit scared, you know, because I didn't know how my back was going to go and my hip. And, and so, like the doctor said, yeah, it's, you know, you have to wait and see if, uh, if things goes well, you can ride. If not, you know, then you just have to stop. And at the moment, you know, everything went fine. And actually, my speed is not too bad, I guess. You know, I was quite, I was quite happy with that also. And, uh, but like you say, you know, I feel like I can, I can do better. It just needs to click and I just need to have... Yeah, it's just those starts, you know, I think that's the main, main problem. And that's something maybe with myself I have to work on, but yeah, also team-wise we have to work, try to, yeah, make stuff better. With uh, last thing, 2022 contract? Yeah. 2023? Like, there are two-year <laughs> deals available. Are we close? Because I feel like we should be, and if Gibbon don't want to <laughs> give it to you, then we do need to go and talk <laughs> to some other teams. Yeah, it's a long, I mean, it's a long story, uh, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I remember Indonesia when you're in when you're on standing we stu- yeah we stood here having this exact conversation about the next year yeah. and you're like yeah I don't know yeah. so you will be back so we look forward to seeing you on the line in 2022 yeah. and you just you should be though like you're not you're not like dragging this thing out you can be top 10 every week I feel I genuinely feel like that yeah I mean I feel like as long as my body wants to go and mentally if I'm you know capable of doing all the trainings and I feel good if I find a decent team then then yes you know but if I, yeah, like now, you know, today I'm like completely over it because it was, was so wrong. I mean, I wanted to do good here and, you know, like I said, it, it, it was a bit of my track and I always wanted to do good. And then I said like, ah, oh, yes, you know, maybe like a top 10 should be fine. And then, yeah, it's stuff like this happens. So it's worse. And yeah, at this moment, I feel like yeah, I'm over it, you know, but just, uh, yeah. I mean, as long as I feel good, as long as I want to do, put all the effort into to train and all that, if there's a team out there <laughs> who wants me like an old guy then then yes and if not then triumph yeah triumph yeah <laughs> no if not then not you know then the, there might be something else what i can do like you know, like even only test riding or maybe some helping some team you know stuff like that i'm open to anything to anything but at the moment i feel like my body is in good shape and better than it used to be like last year and then and, and so uh, i mean I invested in some stuff in during winter time and for my body and I feel like yeah I feel like that's good so yeah as long as I can keep riding yeah why not you know uh, fun question to end you might hate this but uh, you obviously are closer to Suzuki than anyone else or you were uh, put a number on it <laughs> chances you think they come back with a factory team anytime soon I mean based on how your deal went at the end of last year I'm gonna guess zero but maybe 10% I don't know <laughs> anything <laughs> Yeah, what's the score? Uh, what's the scale? You know, like one to ten or zero to uh, uh, zero to one hundred percentage. Yeah, I think ten then. Uh, yeah. ten, well, ten something. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe not. You know, I don't. I mean, I I I don't have any contacts with them. You know, not so. anymore. No, not anymore. <laughs> but I feel like I mean, yeah, you see that. You know, they uh, don't build new bikes and all that. So as as long as they don't have new bikes, I think they're for sure they're not gonna come back. So I think at least like two three years they're not gonna come back. I wish they would, because, I mean, I'm open for it, you know, I mean... Well, it's like another team for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like a family, you know, and I was there long, for a long time, and then, yeah, it's sad that they are not here, but, uh, yeah, they might have their reasons, I guess. Adam Sterium, XGP of Czech Republic. Uh, first of all, actually, we need to get this out of the way. No one really likes this track. It's a bit meh, like the racing was meh. No one really makes passes, like, it's like a little parade out there. Except for you, who literally, like, your love for this place almost needs to be toned down a little bit because it's a bit much like why the hell <laughs> like also especially when combined with your love for Lommel like why the hell this place I don't know to be honest they're complete opposites but I've always said like I, I, I did one of my first DMX here in 2012 and always had re- really good results there um, so yeah I always gel with the track I always I think it's good track uh, a bit old school so I don't know whether that suits me more maybe I'm in the wrong era um, but yeah, Lommel's also my favourite, but I like that feeling when you both tyres are sliding and I think a lot of people don't like that, so that's what I enjoy and I think that's why I do so well here. Uh, what happened in the first moto? Because like, you were forward and then back and then forward and then back four spots and then forward one and then back five, like, very confusing for me. I actually had quite a good start, I was... Yeah, 12th uh, uh, to begin with. I was up there, um, battling for that like 10th position. Uh, I just overshot a corner around the back before the finish, went into the fence, ended up losing three spots and then three laps to go or two laps to go jumped up behind pit lane and there was just a big rock on the landing and just washed out it took the side panel off and what you washed out like on the straight no or like coming after pit lane 
behind pit lane. Yeah. And then I landed and there was like a, just a big stone that someone had unlodged in front of me. Unlucky, and I just hit that. And the bike like MotoGP sideways down and took the side panel off. Back seat was hanging off, everything. So I got back on and I thought, two and a half laps to go, this is going to be a mission. Sitting down on the seat, it, seat was hitting me in the arse, going over the jumps, it was bouncing all over the place, sitting on the seat and like side saddling. And the seat finally fell off and that was the first ever time I rode without a seat and don't want to be doing that again, like sitting on the ECU for two laps. Uh, so I ended up losing a couple more positions and still ended up with two points, so it wasn't the end of the world, but I kind of threw away another top 15, 12th position there, so uh, a bit disappointed, but I feel like this weekend we did another step in the right direction, my best qualifying in MXGP as well, I think. Um, I'll just mention the pole in free practice. Yeah, I was going to say, did you end up having it? Yeah, I did, yeah. Um, but yeah, free practice. But okay, people still do fast laps. Well, not every like, I couldn't get pole in free practice. Like. No, but free practice don't mean anything, does it? I would have rather have done it in time practice. But still nice to see, and yeah, I have a good feeling here. So in the end, I can't be too disappointed with the result. Well, especially second moto, like that was kind of second moto was good, like good result and everything, good ride. But it was also kind of exactly where you are this year as a whole. Like you are a tenth, eleventh, twelfth guy. I feel like as long as obviously you get a start and you don't wash out or jump off a track or anything like that yeah I've made quite a lot of mistakes which have cost me some top 15s which is obviously annoying but when you're pushing that limit in this class with when there's literally a train of riders behind you you make one small mistake and yeah you're out with the points so um, like you said it's a good track for me and like I feel like we're, we're going towards that there's a group from like 9th to 20th that are all similar or 9th to 17th which is eat one race someone's at the front of it the next race they're at the back of it and I feel like we're working our way towards the front of that so yeah can't really complain and uh, on to my one of my favourite GPs again next weekend just love every GP what so are you like you say top 15s would that make you happy or you're actually shooting a little bit higher I guess if you can consistently top 15 and go beyond that sometimes like that's the ideal yeah like you've got to be realistic and Obviously, factory bikes, a lot, there's, it's so stacked of a field that I think the steps to be consistent in the top 15, which I think my speed and that's capable of, now I'm getting better starts and uh, starting to ride there a lot more, I feel like I get more comfortable there. And then, obviously, the next steps to break into the top 10, so got to be realistic. You can't go from being in 18th or, like last year, struggling to get points to going into top 5, so you need to chip away. And in this class, you're talking about half a second I need to gain half a second or and then a second and to try and find half a second at this level is difficult so we'll keep working I, I'm working hard every week and the team's doing a good job and uh, yeah just chipping away uh, two quick things obviously the British Championship MXGP clash is coming up uh, Latvia Blacksall do you have a A has a division as a division has a decision been made on what you're going to do and what would you personally like to do I think so I think uh I think we have to go to Blacksall. Well, you don't want to tell Conrad that because he just had no idea. He's just said, doesn't think a decision's been made. Oh, well, I d- we haven't officially talked about it, yeah. but I think we'll be going to Blacksall. Um, yeah, it, kill- it kills me to do that because I've never missed a GP out of decision ever. Well, you follow Twitter and I'll keep you updated on what's going on over it. What, while I'm at Blacksall? Yeah, you just hop on in between races. Yeah, obviously it's a shame that they... They clash it and clash it, and I don't know why they're doing that. And um, to be honest, it's a bit annoying. But yeah, we have to earn some money at the British Championship, and that's what I'm going to try and do there. And try, I'm still within that shot of winning the British. And obviously, I'd really like to add that MX1 title to my MX2 title. And obviously, it's good for the team and sponsors to win the British. So I also understand it, but man, it kills me to miss a GP, especially Latvia another GP that I like (laughs) boring Um, last thing I'm throwing this on you because I'm quite scared of what the answer is going to be these are the fly racing post race podcasts you use the fly racing formula helmet it's amazing isn't it best helmet you've ever worn I'd imagine like have your own opinion but I'd imagine it's the best you've ever worn hands down well to be fair you you don't need to ask me Bass has tested it out Ashton tested it out in that first race I've had my fair few crashes in it so um, yeah I've never been concussed in it and Never even had my head wobbled in it, so really comfy. I've I've used them before, so um, yeah, I can't really complain with them. They're comfortable and happy with how they how they are. Sean Simpson, MXGP of Czech Republic. Uh, you've been on a steady little climb lately. Like you've kind of put yourself in the top fifteen the last couple of weeks as like a solid guy. Like you're there, and then today 
took it even further in that second moto with a seventh, which on this track, uh, this early in the season as well, I'm guessing you're pumped about. Yeah, I really am. It's like we were just talking about there. It's not a track that I come and I really think, yeah, Lockett's one of the tracks that I'm really looking forward to. But the way the track was this weekend, I kind of seen some positives about it. It looked, the ground looked better than I expected it to be. I thought it was just going to be baked and really, really hard pack and slick. But there was actually a bit in there. You know, they kind of ripped it. They'd watered it well. And when I walked it last night, I thought this could be okay. Um, best qualifying of the year with a 15th, no, that's a lie, 16th um, this morning, which was obviously a positive, gave me a bit of a boost. But I just totally missed the start in the first race, which really annoyed me, actually, because I reckon I had a bit more in me for the first one as well. You know, the goal was between, you know, 12th and 15th. That would have been, like, a good improvement for me. And uh, for want of a better expression, I was a bit pissed off with the first one uh, in 17th. We, we made a few changes and I went out and really sort of focused on the start for the second one and it's probably ripped my, the, my best start of the year. So come around the first corner in sort of 6th, 7th, uh, you know, just rode really solid. Held off a few good guys, was a lot of good guys crashed behind me. Uh, had a little scary moment myself, but just genuinely rode really good. Uh, felt like I was riding the bike better, um, had no real issues, fitness was there. And I actually felt like I could have pushed on and tried to make a move back on Jonas on the last couple of laps, but I just didn't want to blow it. So I just followed him round and I was happy with seventh. So 11th on the day, up to 14th in the championship. And, you know, all things considered, I think we have to take this as a very positive step in the right direction. With Lommel next week, that's one that I want to try and do a bit better at. I'm not saying it's going to go well, but it's one that I feel like I can excel at. So um, try and keep this ball rolling. I guess that's the thing, like, even watching you in the second motor, it wasn't like, oh my god, this is amazing, it was just like, this looks normal, like, this looks comfortable, like, it looked like almost where you belong, I guess in a way it's like slipping on a whole, an old pair of slippers, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, uh, it, it really felt normal, you know, it, the stupid thing about it though is, like, I, I've had little battles with Jonas or Monticelli for 19th. <laughs> or 20th or 25th <laughs> so it, it didn't feel unusual in that respect you know Vlanderen was behind me the only one that was really a bit weird was Geyser and Koldenoff were in front of me and right behind me at one point was Fevre yeah. so that was like you know there's some really good names around me here but th- there was just some little things I was doing on the track that was really helping me out and, and I felt like I was riding really consistent and there was a couple areas on the track I was actually faster than the guys so I could have a bit of a breather let them catch up and then pull away from them just you know it was like a like a yo-yo effect so I just felt comfortable riding around at that pace and and that's something really for the drive home tonight to to be proud of. Where was it you felt like you were making a difference then because like looking at the times it seemed like sector two was the one bit where people could put half a second on a guy or like either lose time or gain time but where where were you uh, doing it? Personally, for me, it was sector four. The, like coming back along past the the start straight, there was that triple which yeah. I was getting for half the race. I didn't get it at the second half. Then you turn right up the hill. I was actually getting that double at the top of the hill. So instead of going single double yeah. into the turn, which was really really slick going into that turn, I was going double single and then had a really nice line on the inside. I felt like there was easily a second gain there every lap, and I could hear Vlanderen or Fevre right on my rear wheel going into that corner, and then I just had this little moment of respite for Sector 1 and Sector 2 where they caught me back up, and then I would just jump it again, and it felt like that was just my area where I was quicker. And I expected them to get on that same line and start doing that jump, but they never did, so it was, uh, it was nice to feel like I could sort of ride the track and be myself. You know, I, I get really frustrated when... I know the, the lines I should be taking, but I'm riding so defensive or I'm having to ride all different tri- kind of lines to try and get past people or just be defensive. I just felt like I was out there riding the same lines as the guys in front of me and the guys behind me because that was the fastest way around the track and I felt comfortable doing it. So very, very positive day. Um, but yeah, obviously being a racer, I, I wanted more out of the first one and, and, and being greedy like that with the second one being so good it makes the first one feel even worse but you know it's more points on the board I've 18 points today which uh, you know I haven't scored more than 10 or I think I only scored more than 10 once this year so it's a big points haul for me today um, yeah I'm just I'm enjoying it
Uh, last time we spoke at uh, Matterley, you were chasing bikes set up, uh, quite frustrated with it all. Since then, it's been a uh, month, I guess. Have you made big gains? Have you learned to live or make the best of what you've got? Like, where have you kind of come with that side of things? I think a bit of both, really. Um, I put a lot of bike time in this week. I actually rode three days because the Sunday-only thing's kind of been getting me a little bit. You kind of, you know, ride Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. and then have Thursday, Friday, and Saturday off. So I kind of rode Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday this week, uh, which really felt like helped me out a little bit. Kind of just got, you know got the bit between my teeth busted a few motos in the sand and then rode some hard pack on friday but we have been working with a bike but we kind of just keep floating around the setup that we're on and, and if i'm riding it nice on any given day it seems to work okay so we've just been putting a bit of time in with the setup that we've had we made a few good changes before majora which was the week after matterly so uh, we've kind of been stuck on that same setup since and it, it seems to be working well so yeah, we're not making anything drastic uh, change-wise for the next couple of weeks anyway. Um, kind of feel like the starts is the only bit that we need to improve on, but you know, I'll be the first to admit that we have been really trying hard. And it's what this the only bit of the, the, the game that everyone is good at, or, or there's, you know, the factory bikes especially are very good at the start. So a guy like myself and a privateer setup, we are going to struggle to try and make gains when everyone else has got you know, better equipment or better electronics or anything like that. So we just need to try and make the best of what we've got. And if we can slip away in the top 10, you know, every week, that would really help us out. Uh, I don't need to ask you about silly season because I'm pretty sure that SS24 will want to sign you again. I mean, you never know. <laughs> you never know, but I'm going to presume that. Uh, but I can ask you about Nations. Uh, I've heard from a few riders that things are happening. So I'm presuming someone's called you to have a bit of a discussion or... Nope. Hey, okay, this is awkward. This is awkward. <laughs> no, I haven't had any calls. It's actually, it's not even at the front of my mind yet. It's something that's uh, still quite far away, personally, for me. It's, it's 60 days today, actually. Really? Two, only a couple of months then. So, yeah, it's creeping up. It's still something that I kind of feel slightly underwhelmed by because it's going to be a Grand Prix anyway. So even if I'm not selected for the team, I'll be going. I presume that's how it's still working. Um I haven't had any calls. Uh, I presume that the result today won't have, uh, you know, hurt my chances much. I'm sure that'll have improved. Uh, you know, maybe the phones start ringing tomorrow. I don't know, but it's um, it's it'll be interesting. It's it's something that I think uh, I've, I've said before. I like I like my results to to you know pick me as one of the best riders. But you know, we've we've got a, a good few 450 riders to pick from now, so you know, the team will be what it'll be. But um, with regards to next year, I don't know. I'm just going to see how the rest of the year goes. And I mean, if we can keep popping it in the top 10 um, for, the, for the latter part of the year, then I'll definitely be motivated to, to grind hard and go for it again next year. But we'll see. I don't know. Matteo Guadagnini, MXGP of Czech Republic. Uh, five rounds, two wins, three moto wins. I, I kind of can't believe it, to be honest. Um, how, like... I guess this feels different to Majora because obviously second what you've done it before, but does it still feel like unbelievable in a way? <laughs> yeah, it's not so common that you finished f uh, first and uh, fifth and you got the, the overall. So yeah, I was uh, really happy with, with that first uh, race. Uh, I didn't felt really good uh, in qualifying, but uh, then I took the all shooting race one and lead all the laps, so managed to take the first position. And then the second race was a bit different. I started uh, four and then uh, tried to push uh, to pass third, uh, but then uh, uh, I had a small crash and I lose some time, so uh, I managed to finish fifth. That was uh, enough to get uh, the overall and second uh, overall win in this season, my rookie season. So. Uh, I must be happy for sure. <laughs> when uh, when you were on the podium and they walked up with a red plate, were you watching him like, oh, oh? <laughs> was there a little bit of you that was hoping? <laughs> yeah, but uh, the championship is still long, so long. So uh, I, I try to give my best every single race. And uh, in the end, we will see. But uh, for sure, it's just my first year of MX2. So... Of course, I'm looking to the championship, but I want to, to take uh, GP by GP and give my best uh, every time, and then uh, we will see. This must be messing with your head a little bit, because, like, obviously, I'm guessing you thought you had to speed to podium, maybe win if, like, things went right, but to have two wins and now also be, like, a, properly in the championship battle, I guess, like, even in your brain, you must be a little bit, like, it must be hard to get used to, because in a month, your whole racing world has changed completely. 
Yeah, I I was not for sure expecting this, but uh, I know my speed was pretty good from last year. Uh, the, the, already the European Championship is uh, on a high level, and uh, we also saw with Thibaut and uh, Kay last week. So, uh, but of course uh, I was not expecting to be uh, to be winning GP and be second in the, in the championship. So I'm a little bit surprised, but. Uh, uh, to be honest, I'm enjoying it, so uh, I hope to continue like this and be constant and uh, having fun uh, uh, because yeah, I think this is the most important thing, so uh, I'm doing pretty good and I hope to keep like this. Have you even ridden here before? Because they never do EMX 250, like, is this your first time? Yeah, first time in Lockett. Uh, I'm not my favourite track. You can say <laughs> it, it's not very good. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think uh, the track that I enjoyed more, but uh, of course, there's. Uh, it's good to have different track during the championship, and uh, it's my first uh, MX2 here and first time here. So getting the overall win uh, in my first time, is, it's not so bad. So uh, yeah, and then uh, looking forward for Lom, and that's uh, it's completely different track. So uh, yeah, and just trying to do my best also there. Uh, last thing going forward, what like, obviously everything's going well, but what's the one thing you want to fix, either with your riding, the bike? Obviously, we know you're a terrible tester now, so probably nothing with a bike. <laughs> but what's, a, what's one thing you want to um, improve on going forward? Uh, maybe the qualifying, because uh, sometimes I'm really good and sometimes not much. So, uh, But yeah, it's qualifying is not that important, so it's just about the choice of uh, the starting. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to be constant and uh, having good uh, start that helps a lot. So uh, yeah, I'm just looking to be always there on the top uh, on the start and then manage to to take some good points. So yeah, I don't have, I have one thing to to get better, but just put all together and then. Uh, one more thing I just thought of uh, your contract. Is it one year, two year, ten year? Like, <laughs> are, you, are you up at the end of this year? Yeah, uh, for the moment it's one year because. Oh, uh, oh you're gonna get a big contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will see that uh, for sure. They 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 were taking one one kid that coming from the European Championship, so they had to look uh, if this kid is good. Uh, but I think I'm doing pretty good. So uh, we will see. But uh, I really feeling good there. So I hope to continue. Uh, it's like a big family, and I'm really enjoying to be there. Also, uh, the teammates we we train together, and it's it's all uh, easier. Uh, we are enjoying a lot uh, racing and training together. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to continue like this with these people around. Hey, uh, Kaida Wolf, uh, MXGP of Czech Republic. Obviously, coming off a massive high last week, today wasn't a podium, but I, in a weird way, I feel like it was just as good. Like, obviously, you're a sand guy. This yeah. is not sand at no, all. Not really. <laughs> so, for you to still like run top five quite comfortably, clearly you had top five pace. Like, I feel like today was almost just as big a step in your little learning path as an MX2 rookie. Yeah, for sure. This was um, yeah a really good day to learn again. Um, had a really good first moto, had a like really great start and then um, made a few small mistakes in that opening lap, but um, yeah, still managed to get good pace in the middle of the moto and then um, ended up six, made a little mistake in the last lap with a back marker, so Renault passed me, but um, yeah, solid moto um, in that first one. Second one had a little bit wheel spin out of the gate, but um, yeah, that wasn't really good for the start. So um, had a shit start, and then um, I got back up, like I think I was around P15, something like that. And then I passed a few guys out there, and then um, yeah, managed to get myself up in tenth. Then I made a massive mistake, but luckily I saved it, so um, only went out of track. So Conrad passed me again. And then after two laps, I made a pass on him, and um, yeah, then also in the process, Rowan went out of track, which I didn't even see. So um, I thought I was I finished tenth in that second moto, but then afterwards I heard that I finished ninth. So um, yeah, two top tens again, and um, a great day, a great learning day. I guess it's a weird one because like you got a podium really early on, yeah. like no one could have expected you to do that, but. Now that you've done it, I'm sure in your head a little bit, you're like, well, I quite like that. But still, I guess the goal is, like, if you can be top 10 in every moto, or even top 12, like, that's yeah. fine, that's good, that's, that's nice. 
Yeah, for sure, especially on those tracks like Russia, uh, like Czech Republic here. Like, those tracks are not my favorite tracks, but uh, yeah, it's a learning process, and um, I think it's not bad as a rookie to uh, stay in the top 10 as much as possible, and um, hopefully in the end of the season we can finish in the top 10 as well. Have you ever even raced here before? Well, they never do EMX250 or anything, so have you been here? Yeah, with the 85, I think, twice. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> but that's completely different, like... Those jumps are massive with the 85. I came here this morning in warm-up and like first lap I was like alright just hit the jumps easily first lap and I OJ'd almost <laughs> all of them. I was like what the fuck is this? But yeah it's a completely different track uh, with the 85. On Sunday morning or like on Saturday we have a rough track in the end of the day though yeah. with 85. On Sunday morning it's ripped, watered, just mint and then um, yeah, then I finished second with the Europeans, but um, yeah, with the 250 was a completely different race, and um, yeah, it was a really good weekend for me. Uh, what do you think of the place? Obviously, like you actually did well to make as many passes as you did in the second race, because it's pretty much impossible to do anything out there. No, it was really hard to pass, so um, yeah, you had to be really aggressive, and um, yeah, had some aggressive uh, riding, but um, yeah, that's part of the game. Uh, last thing, I like to ask all the rookies this. Uh, how are you at testing? Because I asked uh, Guadagnini and he said he was absolutely terrible. So, <laughs> Guadagnini. Oh, yeah, as he said he's absolutely terrible at testing. So, uh, are you like slightly better than terrible or are you quite good at it? <laughs> no, I actually like it test a lot, but um, yeah, I like it. It's hard or? <laughs> no, not really. I mean like bike testing yeah. or not. Yeah, no, I, I, I really like testing and um, yeah, especially like suspension and everything. Like, especially with Morgan. He always re always kept my bike really good, so uh, no testing is quite nice for me, and I enjoy it. And we can always make small little steps, so uh, that's really good. Uh, one more thing, actually, we're going into Lommel. It's sand. You know Lommel well, <laughs> so yeah. maybe we can put the expectations a little higher than top ten. <laughs> Ripping it every week, but um, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, we can have two solid starts and um, see what we can do. Okay, uh, Conrad Muse, MXGP of Czech Republic. Uh, amazing what a good start does. Start around top 10, second race, quite comfortable there. Clearly, you should be top 10 every race. Just, I guess it comes down to the start. Yeah, you know, obviously, coming into this year, if you would have asked me if I'd have been happy with a top 10, I would have said absolutely not. But where we are at the minute, I'm um, happy of how the second race went. Uh, should have had a great start in the first race, but some issues on my behalf uh, held me back from that. And, um, yeah, finally managed to turn it around for the second race. Okay, it wasn't the uh, wasn't the best race I've ever done, but from where I'm at and in what's been going on, I'm happy. I'm happy with that race. Um, yeah, I, I just want to obviously apologise to all the team members, all the sponsors, everyone that obviously pays a lot of money, all the mechanics, all the all the helpers that put hard work in. Um, they give 100% no matter what, whether we end up at the points or whether we finish third. So I'd like to apologise, but also thank you to them for for keeping behind me through the through the lows and the highs but hopefully we've turned a bit of a corner here and um we knew exactly what the problem was uh and we we know what the problem is so we're going to work on that from now um and as a team come out stronger and uh hopefully have some great results now for the end for the rest of the year how much can you say about what the problem is like is it not just starts i feel like it's just starts uh it yeah, it, it's been starts, but it's been nothing to do with the bike. It's been nothing to do with my starts have been bad. It's been all mental. So, but like I said, um, it's we're, we're working on it, and like I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm I'm working on it, and for sure we're gonna have a we're gonna have a great end to the season now. Um, this was just a little bit of progress this weekend. Um, but in me and my head, I turned a massive corner in that second moto. So, I'm uh, I'm really happy going into the rest of the season. Um. And yeah, like I said, all I can say is thank you for thank you to the team for backing me in the lows as well. Well, it's like perfect timing to have this turning point because A, this is like the sketchiest start in the season. So good start here is like a nice little thing to get over. Mm. And then you're going into Lommel, which is like right in your little wheelhouse. So mm. if you can just even have a shred of confidence and momentum going into there, then that's good. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the perfect time for, for it to turn around would have been the first round, but obviously it doesn't all happen like that. But yeah, no, it's... um. All joking aside, yeah, Lommel's, Lommel's great for me next weekend. Um, yeah, I've been living there all year, so I've done a lot of laps around there. I've done a lot of laps in the sand. Um, and yeah, going into that one, confident is very important. And um, 
<clears throat> that for that is one of the only rounds I would say that the start doesn't really matter because obviously you it's the last 10 minutes of the race that, that matters the most um, but yeah like I said really looking forward to going into next weekend and um, yeah just excited for for the rest of the season really uh, living in Belgium is a bit of a change isn't it like you've obviously <coughs> always spent a lot of time in Belgium that's been where you've done a majority of your stuff but haven't you like properly like you're all in on this Belgium thing aren't you yeah definitely um, we had a chat with the team during the end of last year and I feel like for me in my career that was uh, that was the move to make um, just the difference with riding and everything in Belgium and what well, you can tell everyone's there so yeah that was that was the move to make I fully moved over there um, got a house there now so I'm happy and um, I got a nice little setup so yeah I'm, I'm happy out there and um, <clears throat> we've been getting some good work done in the week lately uh, so yeah it was just this one little corner we needed to turn but I believe we've done that this weekend and um, we're gonna have a great few races now uh, what was that with the bike in the first race sounded like it was <clears> just spluttering a little bit yeah just uh, just a freak issue um, just no, no fault of anyone's just it was one of them really um, but unfortunately I wasn't able to finish the race but I wasn't in the points anyway so the bike issue was was not an, was not a problem in the first one um, and yeah, it was solid for the second moto. It didn't miss a beat. And um, yeah, I'm really happy with how everything's working. Uh, last thing, uh, obviously the big Black Soul Latvia decision is coming up. Have you decided what you're going to do yet? Obviously, you've got a decent lead in the British Championship and <clears throat> everyone in the British Championship will hate me saying this, but you could probably win it quite easily with missing around. <laughs> so uh, have you made a choice yet? No, I don't think the choice has been made yet. Um, obviously, we're going to see how, see how Lommel goes and things like this. Obviously, I'm not had a great start to the GPs, but I've started to kind of come back now so we could have some we could have a good run of the GPs now but also it would be nice for for me and the whole team for all their hard work to to wrap the British Championship up so it's completely down to them it's down to the boss Roger and the manager BC um, to make a decision on what they want to do and what they feel is the the best decision for the team